Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Well, hello and thanks for coming, everybody. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is here. Hi, it's Stony. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another fun episode of Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast there ever was. Um, just to clarify, I'm not saying that we are the best gay podcast. So I'm just saying that, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. You're so quirky. <laughs> I'm quirky. <laughs> Let me do it. <laughs> Anyways. Podcast ever. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, well, we're very excited to have you back. We hope you liked our drag show that we put on for you yesterday. Um, yes. You will be happy to know that Arose Compoyo did make it home safe and sound. <laughs> and she did not drive drunk this time. Yeah, girl, I was safe. <laughs> yeah, we called her an Uber. I fell asleep in a plate of cheese and chicken. <laughs> Literally. He, yeah. he was covered in cheese and chicken and rice on, <laughs> in the Uber on the way home. Interesting skin routine. Yeah, all the, all the queens are doing it now. Oh, my gosh. Very cool. Well, this week we're back to do another Drunk Herstory episode and our, our final Drunk Herstory episode because... Uh, you know, of course, the podcast is almost over, but we wanted to give you a, a taste of what it would have been like had we been able to cover all the other seasons. So, <laughs> so yeah, we pre-gamed a little bit. Um, I'm currently drinking a, uh, a Rosso Toscano from Italy. What are you two drinking? Um, I am drinking Tito's Vodka and Diet 7-Up. Ooh, nice. I am drinking tequila, y'all, or as my mom calls it, tequila. Um, Uh-oh. My brother sent this in the mail actually yesterday. Um, approximately two-thirds of the bottle is already gone. That's how you know um, it's good. It's good. Extra Anejo Miko tequila double barrel. Yes, bitch, whatever that means. I know. It's good stuff. It's the dark tequila. I'm drinking it with um, the Pamplemousse La Croix and orange yeah. juice. Oh, that sounds good. What are you drinking, Eddie? <laughs> oh. Eddie a little is demon drinking. child. <laughs> Ed- Eddie's having a nice triple distilled bowl of water. and <laughs> He's having a sip of about to get his ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, he heard you. <laughs> <laughs> that was Reynolds. The boys oh, are okay. out, y'all. Y'all pray for us. Send up a meditation. <laughs> the drinks are flowing. The dogs are free. I don't know. The the house might burn down by the end of this episode. It just might. Yeah, this is a family episode, girl. <laughs> Bring your dog. BYOD. Uh BYOB. <laughs> And uh, bring whatever else you need. <laughs> yeah. A muzzle, bitch. Bring your own charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, well, let's go ahead and get started before, you know, we're a little tipsy already, so we just need to keep the show moving. Um, we're going to start <laughs> with season three. Um, so Stony made us a nice outline to go through, so I'll let Stony start us off. Yeah, so I, before we start, I did want to say 
that the normally we would have like a cocktail for the show um this episode though the cocktail is just going to be whatever you want because <laughs> that is just basically what rupaul has done at this point is just give us like whatever she wants and whatever makes her money mm. so if you would like i don't know like a beer you can have that yeah like a white claw have that it's all up to you sis. i'd love to have a beer with uh with maddie we, we can spill the bud together <laughs> Does anyone know what Maddie's favorite drink is? Apple teeny? <laughs> oh, no. Probably. <laughs> that boy is a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't claim us, Willem. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, we do have a, a cocktail, and it is uh, whatever you want. Yeah. And I'm I'm over it entirely. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> so uh, in season three, Shangela returns for her fourth season on the show. Okay. Should we put him up? Yeah. Let's fucking put him away. They're on one today. Like they're both on one. Okay. We're all back now. Um, the dogs have been exterminated and <laughs> Dracula style. I think the episode where they trap them in the airtight bag, it's like that. <laughs> Eddie is under the bed, yeah. nice and snug. <laughs> where he can't move or breathe. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, so where were we? Uh, we were talking about season three and how Shangela was back for her fourth season already. <laughs> yeah, like... RuPaul had to like keep bringing her back for some reason. Hallelujah. She saw something in her. And then she didn't quite do it. So she brought it back again. <laughs> She's like, one more try, yeah. bitch. She needs to. This is, yeah, this is like still the annoying version of Shangela. So we haven't yeah. reached like the fun version of Shangela. Yeah, we haven't quite, quite got there yet. At this point, Shangela was not robbed. <laughs> yeah, Shangela was rightly. <laughs> eliminated <laughs> <laughs> also uh one of my favorite parts of this season was when mimi i'm first body slams india farah <laughs> oh my god drag honestly became a contact sport in this moment she truly deserved it and as much as mimi i'm first sucks <laughs> i would like to lobby for her to not have been eliminated oh no <laughs> so you wanted an india chris Platt? yeah it's what she deserves <laughs> Oops, I dropped her. Yeah, we need more Mimi um, first body slamming uh, India yeah. content. Maybe they can do uh, um, like a, a drag queen wrestling show since they're doing like all these spinoffs. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I like that. If you get to the end, you have to fight. Mimi, I'm first. <laughs> She's like final boss <laughs> drag queen. Final yeah. boss drag queen. <laughs> Y'all bitches getting body slammed. Oh, no. Nails are flying everywhere. Yeah, that's the whole thing, right? Don't let her grab you. Yes, girl. And and uh, and Tyra will be there, too, trying to rip your wig off. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fucking good show. I'd pay, I'd pay to watch this. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Yes, girl. 
Um, another fun uh, thing is when uh, one of the the Heather's one, Raja. <laughs> Yeah. One of the Heathers. Raja was like one of the, I don't know, like we, I think we talked about this on the show a few times. We kind of got into or started to notice Drag Race around season three and Raja was such a cool winner. Like was doing all kinds of cool stuff on the runway, making all of their stuff, model-esque, um, working mm-hmm. with Tyra Banks, among other things. Like this is super back- interesting creature. This is back when Raja actually cared about putting out good looks. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like when she actually tried before yeah. she just showed up on fashion photo review with all of her yes natural luscious hair but just another messy pony yeah she kind of yeah. gave up on life which i can relate to <laughs> yeah <laughs> sony said relatable content bitch i i feel you i've given up on life and the show <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, uh, one of the, this is Michelle's first season. So this is the first season we had a booger as a judge. Oh God. <laughs> this yeah. is what the Queens call the original first season or the actual first season. Right. Yeah, that's what Michelle says anyway. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is her villain, uh, origin story. Yeah, this is where she like thinks she's a badass, but not really. It's yeah, just in her head only. Right. She's like, "Oh, RuPaul tells me I'm funny." <laughs> yeah, and she definitely came on the scene trying to be like Simon Cowell, like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna try to be the bitchy one," um, which had already been played out by the time she showed yeah. up. Yeah. So we already have Santino girl. <laughs> You're the <Yeah>. Paula Abdul. <laughs> We can only take so much. And Santino is like a villain <laughs> in real life, too. So, yeah. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> burn her. Little did we know he was going to spiral, crash, and burn, and then have to wear hobo chic every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, um, yeah, this is the season of uh, Alexis Mateo and Yara Sophia. Oh, we got to meet these two queens. Um, I think grew into our faves, you know, at this moment, we didn't know that they'd be at w- some of our favorite queens. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> on these early seasons, like, I mean, think about the Yara Sophia we just saw on All Stars. Well, I do love crazy Yara Sophia. And think about Alexis Mateo. Alexis who we Mateo just saw. is just very messy. I- but, you know, at this, at this point, like, we didn't, we didn't see the things coming that these two queens, both Puerto Rican producing for, you know, the brown queens out here. That's true. It's very true. Very true. Uh, Then we move on to season four. Uh, This is the season where uh, the winner is also problematic. (laughs) Oh, shit. Did we know she was problematic at the time? I don't believe so, right? No, not at the time. People are asking. So, Okay. okay. So not yeah. as bad as Dragula. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. I, um, yeah. I, uh, I guess this is the one where I think it really all began. This is the one where the show really took off. I think this was my first season watching. Ours too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was really into Sharon Needles before we knew what a degenerate she was. Yes, and, you know, 
I was too. And it was just exciting because it was a different kind of winner and it was really starting drag race was starting to kind of peek its head into other types of drag and really give it the platform that it deserves. So this is what made that winner so interesting. And I mean, we were all eating it up at the time, but we had no idea, you know, the skeletons that were buried. Right. <laughs> and also we got hella good lip syncs this season, like mainly from Dita Ritz with, yes. uh, yeah. Showing everyone how it's done. Dita Latrice Royale was a gem. We actually got to see Latrice live and in person and oh my gosh, so amazing. Um, exact same energy, if not more in person than what we saw on the show. Yeah. Season four was like one of those, it was the beginning of like RuPaul really hitting its stride. Like the show itself, like I always say seasons four, five and six were the best of the series. Like, such a good like three seasons in a row back to back to back yeah yeah the budget was there the budget increased the prize money was there yeah and like also too just the cast in general was iconic like jiggly and fifi and chad (laughs) go back to party city bitch um and then also too just willem like willem was such like so ahead of his time (laughs) to be honest yeah like yeah that tone is very pointed <laughs> Tone is very pointed for someone that's safe. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah, the first queen to be disqualified from the show, but certainly not the last. True. Yeah. True team. I definitely wish they would put together like an all like uh hates RuPaul season, like Willem, <laughs> Pearl, Charity. Ooh, can I Case. be on that show? I want to do it. (laughs) We get to be on it, too. Yay! (laughs) Seth makes his drag debut. (laughs) I'm coming out just for you, RuPaul. (laughs) It's over it entirely. (laughs) Hello. I'm over it entirely. Yes, we're talking about the show. I can hear it now. Interesting name. Tell me about it. (laughs) Um, Well, basically, your show sucks, and I'm over it entirely. And then somehow Seth is lip syncing for his life. Episode 0. 0.5. Oh, mercy. We see it. We're oracles on this show. Y'all know we are. Yes, girl. Um, but for real, though, Willem was disqualified because she gave the producer's head. <laughs> yeah. and, and they liked it. The girls just want to have fun. If people wouldn't kiss and tell. Yeah. It must have been good. Yeah, girl. <laughs> She gave him the the old power suck, the old one two. <laughs> what does Monique Hart say? She gave him the um, the ooh la la fantasy. Yeah, the ooh ah ah. Yeah, the, the ooh ah ah. <laughs> <laughs> Willem was giving him the ooh ah ah. Willem went in there like a Death Eater, just sucked <laughs> the soul right out of him. <laughs> <laughs> It gets real cold. Everything starts to freeze over. <laughs> oh, God. Willem's coming. Everyone take your pants off. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I was a really big fan of Chad Michaels this season, and I was very upset when they got out like way too early. I agree. I did feel like I remember watching the season feeling like, you know, Chad was gone too soon. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there. I mean, really, the whole cast was truly iconic on this season. Even though, even as much as like Sharon Needle sucks, like she was like really great. I mean, she made really great television. Yeah, uh, yeah there are so many moments. Yes, girl. And this was also um, the season where Alaska uh, premiered her first season. Oh, because she showed up like in the premiere or the casting special she was in the finale in the audience oh yeah oh that's right because they at the time were dating a said problematic winner yes and then the next season magically she's on (laughs) dun 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 it's her time to shine yes girl it's season five the season of rolodex (laughs) (laughs) rolaska talks (laughs) that that's what i said oh okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this is uh the season of uh of uh alaska roxy andrews and uh detox and and then everyone is uh you know not just them but like just everyone in general mostly roxy is very mean to jinx monsoon this entire season where we get the amazing quote water off a duck's back Yes, and also learning that uh, Queen Jinx had narcolepsy. Oh, yeah, and she would, like, fall asleep. Yeah. Yes, and they were, like, um, it was so funny, but the production was so... They they made a mashup of her dozing off and, like, the talking heads. It was so funny. Yeah. Jinx, Jinx. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh at them. I'm laughing with them. This was like, honestly, probably one of my favorite seasons of all time, just because the story arc too of just like everyone treating Jinx like shit and then her like still winning the season was just so satisfying to me. Whoa, like, yeah. spoiler like, alert. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Damn, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, there's been 20 seasons since, so you should know by now. Fine. But I guess we'll also, let this one go. To piggyback off of that, just kind of like the Alyssa versus Coco thing. Oh, um, yeah. Pageant from drama. Like, yeah, pageant drama from like intro episodes. We're like, oh, that bitch is here. So we had that as another layer with this cast. Look how orange you look, bitch. <laughs> and all those relationships overlapping. Yeah. Definitely. And also, this is the season where we got to meet the genius drag artist that is Jade Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that we'd... Um, um, I don't know. Like, I wasn't crazy about Jade Jolie. I don't think anyone this point. was really. I, I, <laughs> right. I mean, I don't I don't know if I, I wasn't like ride or die Jade Jolie, but I was rooting for her because I thought she was cute. <laughs> you know, I um, fast forwarding to like today, I definitely respect their drag and I didn't feel any kind of way about their drag when they were on Drag Race. But again, I feel like Jade had their place on the cast. Like this entire cast was just peppered with talent in their own way and just personalities that we weren't really ready for, especially when they clashed with one another. Absolutely. This is also the season. um, I I don't know. This could be the first season where Rue starts like (laughs) being weird about like the queen's names, like how she was saying like Ivy Winters. Ivy winter i know it was like super annoying she kept saying it every fucking episode and even brought on like uh latoya jackson to like fucking say it or something (laughs) so here's your cue 
Do you think that Ivy Winters wakes up in like a cold, panicked sweat, like because they hear Rue in their ears in the middle of the night? I don't know. She's like on like a farm now and just like grows vegetables. Oh shit! Yeah, she <laughs> doesn't do drag anymore, so maybe she's feeling just fine. She's living that headspace life. She's like a farmer. Yeah, that's nice. Far yeah. away from RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> She'll pick up her stilts one day. <laughs> yeah, we did get to see her at Battle of the Seasons way back in the day. That was fun. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. Good times. Uh, moving onward to season six. This is the season of the acting challenge. This is the premiere. And Adora Delano, my forever bay. Yes. Bianca Del Rio, Courtney Act. Yeah, this is another loaded cast. Ornisha. <laughs> or yeah, Ornisha. <laughs> oh mama. Oh mama. <laughs> I mean, Laganja Laganja Stranja, like basically like completely like I swear to God, like RuPaul owes like money to Laganja for what she did Probably. to the franchise. Probably. Yeah. I was such a big Laganja fan back then. Like like at first I was like a fan. I did I will admit that I did get a little bit like girl get over yourself like midway through the season. She was doing a lot a little bit. But I was a like lot. this is so camp. I'm like living for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know just how I stand a good intro and like that intro like was just clean and like slayed like forever remembered. That's probably like for me I think I think Sharon Needles's entrance was pretty iconic like pretty remember memorable um but th- i think yeah. truly though i think that uh laganja estranja's entrance was like one of the first like truly iconic li- it was entrances just, yeah it was just like it snatched your breath like you're like oh shit the season is starting it was Come on, season of... six let's get sickening yes <laughs> oh, it was truly the beginning of like now going forward all the queens would have like a crazy try to do a crazy like intro but nothing can like beat laganja's entrance like she created the trend yes girl she sure did also um somehow santino rice is still a judge on this season (laughs) (laughs) i always fucking forget about him like no shade maybe a little like i just forget when he was around what he did what he said no recollection of this person shake the dice and steal the rice girl (laughs) i hate him i'm glad they finally get rid of him yeah santino was the worst i i remember i liked him when he was on project runway because he was like being different and telling everyone to go fuck themselves i agree and then he came on, on a judge and he was just being rude like for no reason it's like girl you were on project runway like three years ago or whatever it was <laughs> get over yourself yeah and you didn't win yeah that part yeah also this is oh my gosh the season of gia gun the first gia gun season the first version fresh tilapia pre-covid <laughs> yes girl <laughs> she's feeling her oats <laughs> Stoney is the messiest one. (laughs) Pre Karen, like (laughs) bitching about having to get a test before going into the restaurant. Yeah, she wanted to go to toast. 
Okay. <laughs> yes, girl. Mercy. Also, is, this could be the origination of RuPaul or uh, Michelle telling people to stop relying on their body, adi adi. Oh yes, this is um I. I want to agree with you. Listeners, let us know if you think there's a different moment because they stayed on Courtney Act because, I mean, they're basically like twinkish. No shade. That's like the body type. And if I had the body, I would be showing it off too. Like, let's be clear. So this, I feel like this was that moment where Michelle started to get on the queens for that. Yeah, Michelle was just being a hater, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like she's always been a hater. (laughs) <laughs> you know, Stoney's always called the true tea. Yes, girl. Also, Binda La Creme was on this season, um, or Binda La Christ, as she would be nor- uh, later known as. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, that's why this cast is so iconic, because, like, we just spent, like, five minutes talking about it and didn't even mention Binda La Creme, and it's right. like, damn. <laughs> Another Seattle queen, if we're tying things back to season five, just a quick call out and detour to Jinx Monsoon's um, documentary. Yeah. What was the title? I'm like so not prepared. This is unprofessional. I'm sorry, listeners. I've watched it, but I can't remember what it's called. It's been a couple or a few years at least, right? I think it came out in like 2010 or nine or something like that. It's been a while. Okay, well, Google Jinx Monsoon documentary, but it's anyway, really good. I like those little kind of yeah. behind the scenes moments where like Jinx is backstage and we see clips with Ben De La Creme, who's on the season right after them. So, like Sony was saying earlier, seasons four, five, and six just like a great kind of trio back to back of seasons. Yes, girl. All right, moving on to season seven. Um, I think this is this season's kind of known as a pretty um, not great season. Although there are lots of big queen, you know, big name queens that came out of this season. Like at the time, though, people were not feeling it. No, we weren't really into it. I was into Pearl and like their aesthetic as a queen. That was probably it for me. I mean, oh, you mean being good. hot? I wasn't actually into them as like trades. Like tall, skinny, blonde boy <laughs> is usually not my aesthetic. I was really excited about like what they were serving as a drag queen. I did, yeah. I enjoyed Pearl's looks. Pearl I, was a true hero, though. Like when she stood up to RuPaul. Oh yeah. yeah, we'd appreciate her later for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there something on my face? <laughs> Turns out she was really right about that. Like props yeah. to Pearl and Willem. Yeah, they always got like the the shit into the stick. Like you know, they always got hated on and stuff like that. But really, they were just trying to let us know how much RuPaul sucked from, like, the go. And we just didn't believe them. But now yes. we do. And see, that's what a lot of the fans say. Because you know how, like, Scarlet Envy has kind of gotten a raw deal on Drag Race? Mm-hmm. Like, Scarlet Envy is Pearl's drag daughter, I believe. And so, like, it's like, <gasps> I don't know. I feel like Ru just, like, automatically hates, like, anyone associated with Pearl or Willem. I really <laughs> did not know that. Yeah. Did yes, I girl. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think you missed oh, it. Oh my god. You should probably have a shot in subs too. So. Ah! Oh no. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm noticing we skipped All Star season one, so maybe somebody should do a shot for that. Well, Seth, he skipped it. We don't remember that. We don't. <laughs> you know what? This is our show, and we do whatever we want. We can talk about. Uh... That later. 
you better do your shot. Ah! I'm working on it, you fucking dirty hooker. I'm going to shoot more of this Miko tequila from my brother who sent it to me in the mail. What an angel. And let me tell you, that box, the corners were sharp. Every item should be packed the way this bottle of tequila was packed. I was primo impressivo. Yes, and I'll be taking a shot of Jack Daniels whiskey that I purchased with my own money because nobody likes me. Especially not Darnell. <laughs> we'll send you a bottle. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Here goes. Queen. You ready, girl? Where Cheers. We, are, what is this one, too? Um, it should be, too. Um, let's see. We can do our. We can do this one for for All Stars one because the queens got fucked over and had to get paired up, and especially Pandora Box because she had to be with Mimi M first. So that was like, no shot. So let's do this one for Pandora Box. Respect. I like yes. that. Okay, I'm gonna spell. So We're making the sound. That. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not a contact sport. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so cinnamony. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's making my mouth water. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. All right. Onwards and upwards. Yes. <laughs> um, season seven, one thing that we can't forget to talk about, though, is Sasha Bell cracking the code and then starting her OnlyFans. <gasps> Listen, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so I've subscribed to a lot of OnlyFans, you know, just for a month or so. See how the things are. Mm-hmm. See how the balls Sasha, hang. Sasha Bell. There's only three people on my f- actual like favorites list. Sasha Bell is number one. That OnlyFans, it's fucking hot. It's that's great. She getting her back broke on OnlyFans. <laughs> Not all the time, but the solo content super sexy as well. Mm, okay, very lots good. Of cake, if you're into that, like I am, lots of nice Midwestern cake. Yes. <laughs> Feel free to go support Sasha Bell's OnlyFans, and you can use offer code TFCPod for a limited <laughs> time only to get oh my God. five percent off. Please, yeah. please tag them and use that offer code because they're currently running a special, so they might notice it. Like, what the yeah. fuck is a TFC pod? Yeah, girl. Go, go. It's us, Sasha. All we're asking is you f- <laughs> to go masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> for prostate In whatever health. way works for you. Yeah. Well, not just for <laughs> prostate health. You know, that, um, for ovary dark, health, too. Put that dark green jockstrap back on. Yeah. The forest green yeah yeah also we had all of, i mean of course this is a pretty stacked season you know uh this is where we first saw trixie katya and jasmine masters miss jush <laughs> the jush queen herself ginger minge violet uh, tchotchke the who everyone was like shitting on but now i feel like people finally love her again 
Yeah, I she's kind of made her comeback with her like bitchy like fashion photo reviews. I mean, yeah. I know you know on this here podcast, I've made my comments about Viola Chachki. I just really wasn't feeling season seven. I was a team Pearl. I wanted Pearl to win, so that's really the only reason I shit on Violet. But Violet's, Violet's two in one look. Oh, iconic! That gift. that's another that's another outfit that we saw on Battle of the Seasons. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, we did. We saw that in person. I saw it. Yeah, we all saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. I mean, it was equally awesome in person. Violet serves, and she is a funny queen. Yes, girl. Also, uh, finally got rid of Santino. Thank God. <laughs> finally, now we got Carson and Ross. <laughs> Out with the old and in with the old and old. <laughs> yeah. Get your cocoa butter, bitch. Warm it up for 30 <laughs> seconds before you use it. Girl, Carson's like Carson's like one or two shades away from being Raven. Painted like Raven. <laughs> Thankfully he stood he stuck in his acceptable area. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bronzer stories on this show, let me tell you. Yes, girl. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, this is the season where Michelle's really starting, you know, her her bullshit where she tells Max who who was my one and one of my favorites, if not my favorite that I was rooting for this season to stop wearing gray wigs, and then she did and then they booted her. <laughs> I know. This pissed me off so much in the time because I was like yeah. Max I was such a good queen and yeah. <laughs> yeah it was definitely like so this is the the modern era of drag race where Michelle just ruins the contestant See. I, I mean honestly she she really just ruined Max's whole career because no one oh follows Max that closely no one even probably not a lot of people even remember Max I'm sure I I mean, I still follow Max on um, Instagram and, and Twitter, so Same. I still see them. But they're, I mean, it's like one of those, they're one of those queens that get like 50 to 75 likes a tweet, and you're just like, what the hell? Like, Max is awesome. Yeah. I remember being particularly fired up about this because I feel like this is one of the first moments with Drag Race where we are like, stop trying to change the queens. Like, you brought them on for a reason, and the second she doesn't wear a gray fucking wig, you send her home. Like, nice note, judges. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I remember we were so pissed about that. Yes, girl. Onward we go to All Stars 2. Notice how I didn't forget this one. Yay. <laughs> hey, we're going to get there. TFC always finds a way. I think I'm getting better at doing this the drunker I get. Yeah, the oh. drinks are kicking in, so my tone might sound more like I'm ready to fight. Listeners, more please don't be alarmed. Yeah, don't be alarmed. Yes, girl. <laughs> in case of an emergency, the airbags will release above your head. Make sure to put the one over your mouth first before helping <laughs> someone sitting next to you. Die, you dumb bitch. <laughs> don't forget the complimentary <laughs> shot to your left. It is a double. Open your throat. Don't be so yes, unselfish girl. that you, we all die. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what a demented airline. <laughs> Welcome to Spirit Airlines. 
Um, yes, All Stars too. Uh, this was a, a one a really great All Stars. There were again, Rolaska Talks is back in full force. Lots of great queens on this season. Uh, Adore Delano is on here, and and this is. Yes. A, I mean, I think this season one of the things this season is most known for is Michelle Visage being an absolutely dark sided rotted Gila monster <laughs> bitch to Adora Tolano. Oh my gosh, poor thing. Like, Adora was, like, not expecting it either, you could tell. I mean... Right. Michelle, like, it was one of those things where she had felt like she needed to be, like, like kind of, like, objective about everything. But it was, like, over the top to the point where it's like, okay, now you're just being a mean, like, bitch for no reason. This is when they started really going for winning all the Emmys. They were looking for those moments, weren't they? They were like, what splash can I make here? Right. Because, I mean, Adora is like singing this really emotional song that she wrote, put her heart and soul into, and actually was performed well. And uh, and then Michelle was like, I don't, well, I didn't like your outfit. It's like, girl, this is a talent show. Wear a corset. Like, yeah, girl, is, stop. It's not Queens of the Universe, you idiot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Yes, and this is also the season where uh, Katya was robbed, supposedly. I don't, yeah. you know, subscribe to that notion, but I know a lot of people do. Well, All Stars 2 was one of those seasons where, okay, so what do we do when we're just drunk on any other night? We start, we log into the YouTube and we look up all of the rusicals and read you wrote you when i say we i mean stony but i am always here for the read you wrote you because it is an iconic group challenge like the first of many to come like the first one that just just like damn they did that these queens want it maybe roxy Roxy. Andrews, sorry, I had to like. Coming over <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to make it clear. I'm flipping my hair like I'm lost in the fucking woods. <laughs> my God, that was that was truly iconic, even with Roxy's lyrics. But I mean, Katya's verse was like all those fucking gymnastics and shit. Like, I oh can't, yeah, I can't bend that way. And stunts count on Drag Race, so. You yeah. know, do I say that Katia was robbed? I mean, I could see Katia winning, but Alaska was just a fucking force. And I think they were pushing type, Alaska, though. They were. But also, with that being said, I know, like, I'm the type of individual. I won't be rude or, like, inconsiderate and step on others, but I will find a way to get what I want. So, so I should loan was, you my, my sparkly... Uh, uh, white uh, spouse beater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for that iconic look on the. Yes, please. Yeah. Thank you. I'll credit you later. But um, yeah, you can you know, Venmo me my ten thousand dollars because I'd be like, you could have said no. You didn't have to lend it to me. You know, you didn't have to. Right. But, um, I respect Alaska's hustle, but Katya is a great queen. Is a great queen. I I think. Detox did really well in this season myself. Yeah. I agree. D to we the really E to the like T to the O to too. the Hold up. X. X. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. I mean, and that silver alien look was really great too. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's something everyone will remember, even yes. the fans. Yes, girl. Um, all right. Why don't we go ahead and take a quick break here? Hopefully, we're halfway through the show, <laughs> and we'll be back soon. <laughs> Hi, queens. Oh my gosh, we're on break. Thanks for coming. This is the part of the show where we refill our drinks and you get time to leave us a review. It lets us know how we are doing and lets more Drag Race fans sashay our way. You could also tip us while you're listening to the show like you would tip a root girl at their show. You can Venmo us at TFC Pod or on Cash App to dollar sign TFC Pod to thank us for all the hard work that goes into making a show like this. Oh my gosh, we better get back to the show. I've got my drink and I am ready to untuck, Mary. Let's get back into the interior illusions lounge and record the rest of the podcast so tell me why you're out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a belt shut up michelle oh and by the way you're not my real dad and you never will be anyways back to the show hey everybody we're back and we're ready to get into the second half of this drunk history i myself am feeling quite drunk how are you ladies doing um the spins are twirling for sure we're this cut. here <laughs> yes we're here season two we're queer get used to it stoney's just so much more smooth with his um interpretation of this fuckery that's happening over here yeah you know what i would think would be really fun before we get too far into this is if you and stoney took a shot oh motherfucker you get a shot you get a shot okay and you get a shot whoever listening you get a shot too okay i can't tequila is really gonna kill me so i'm gonna switch to vodka that was hot oh sorry that's my husband (laughs) y'all so sony was like sorry i didn't realize i was still awake (laughs) i didn't realize this podcast still existed (laughs) yes we we decided okay. that we each got to assign the other two drinks when we feel like they're being dark-sided. I'm saving mine. Just every day. I'm saving mine. Yeah, th- we can only do it once, so Jamal has the only one left. Let me get y'all. All right, bitch. I Thank. love you, boo. We got this. Two Tito's. Uh oh, Stony spilled a little bit of his. He's got some Tito's on his tatas. I'm gonna start sounding like a damn R&B video over here. Oh my god! Oh my god! Stony and Jamal are going through it, y'all. Uh, that was that felt really rough. rewarding. I hate this fucking place. <laughs> I love drunk cursory episodes. These are so fun. This season sucks I'm like, already. I'm like, what place? Don't leave me. <laughs> Take me all with right. you. We, we got to keep this going, y'all, so we can get through all the other seasons. Oh, um, my God. We, God. We're, be- we're on to season eight now. Uh, this is the season where my favorite drag queen won, Bob the Drag Queen. <gasps> Bob, we she are patrons of Sibling Rivalry, Patreon. Oh my gosh. Bob is just a very unique individual. I was so pumped about them not only winning, but just being on this season. 
Yeah, Bob's amazing. But there again, this there's a lot of good talent on here. I mean, uh, there was uh, Kim so Chi, uh, Chi Chi Devane, R.I.P. Um, yes. Thorgy Thor, we loved her. Naomi Smalls, Woo, my uh, fave. Burry, Acid Betty, shout out to Naomi Robbie Smalls. Turner, oh. Oh God. <laughs> who drives <laughs> for Uber now. <laughs> I still smell Uber accident perfume <laughs> from when she took yes. my coins. Derek Barry, truly iconic oh fashion God. queen. <laughs> yeah, I loved it when she switched up. When, when again, they told her to switch up her look and she, <laughs> it was fucking rotted. <laughs> She's like, I miss Lena eyebrows again. I will say, this is the season <laughs> Michelle was like telling. She was like telling Derek that they don't want to see Britney, and Rue was like, "Wait a minute, we want to see Britney." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. True. Michelle OG, Michelle OG hated Britney Spears <laughs> for real. She- so when, <laughs> if she if she's saying otherwise now, that's a lie. Derek, oh my god, I was not, I was not into what they were serving. Maybe. We didn't like Derek Barry until All Stars. Well, they're bitchy. I know. That's why we like them. And I liked Derek because she would like let <laughs> India Affair have it. She was not letting up, girl. The stiletto was on the jugular. Like another half a centimeter, and that bitch was burst. That was amazing. Like, fuck <laughs> India Affair. Fuck India Affair. <laughs> Derek was like, no, bitch. That was yes, a girl. That was a uh, on to season nine. This is the first season they had like a pop diva on the show. Uh, we had Joe Calderon in the uh, in the uh, workroom. <laughs> That's uh, Lady Gaga for you noobs. Oh my gosh, how fun! Like I love when celebrities want to participate and get into the gig with the queens. This one was fun too because Lady Gaga, I feel like, definitely had requirements for being a guest judge she was uh-huh. just like no one will go home uh-huh. um, also it was the first season that wasn't on logo it was on like vh1 yes mm-hmm. herstory so yes herstory where it started to become like super mainstream this is drunk herstory good job <laughs> yes girl uh this yeah this is uh eureka's first season when she hurts her knee <laughs> you found her my notes were a little incorrect but that's fine it did sound like that when she hit that split yes girl and that in the cheer challenge <laughs> but uh there's a good our, our fave aja people were hating so much on aja during the season but i loved her people just love to hate on the boisterous kind of misunderstood queen like the queens who Okay, they might be a little loud, but at least they're trying to communicate, you know? I mean... And instead of trying to hear what they're saying, they just jump down their throat and villainize I mean, them. she has one of the most iconic, like, uh, untucked uh, moments does. ever. She does. Right? The Linda... Right. Um, Evangelista. Quote, so, yeah. You're so beautiful. Did you... St- you look like Linda Evangelista. I Did am. you stone those tights yourself? <laughs> and I mean... Aja was great, but we also have to say and talk about how great Valentina was because she was <sighs> part of the reason girl, that moment exists. Girl, val- <laughs> girl, Valentina, crush. A mess. Crush and a mess. I thought they were so cute and a mess. Shea Coulee, oh my gosh. 
of course, Sasha Velour, Peppermint. Ooh, uh, Peppermint. Farrah, Pheromone, my fave. Oh. You don't love me. You don't really love me. You don't love me. Uh, she said that shit with her, her breastplate. You don't love me. She said yes, that with her girl. Valentina ahead of her time. I'd like to keep it on, please. <laughs> yeah, for real. She knew that that panini was coming, girl. She, she did. Yes, yeah, she did. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. I mean, we didn't even mention then, shade. Oh, Yes, we did. You weren't oh, listening, you sorry. drunk whore. Oh. You're a booze hound like Better Betty. You're a booze hound. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> sorry, queens. I already said Shay. We, we uh, loved Shay. I hate this. Truly, truly robbed at the end. but not Not really truly robbed, but like. She played I mean, herself. Sasha definitely had an iconic lip sync. The right. rose petals. Roses were falling, girl. Yeah, something happened there. Oh God! And and Alexis Michelle was hella annoying. Girl. Oh yeah, she sucks. I saw her recently on an All Stars Seven cast list, and I'm like, no, no. Please. And I guarantee it's happening because Rue wants us to hate somebody. Uh, I'm just, uh, I, I don't like her. I know that's rude to say, but, you know, we've been doing this podcast for four years. I can say something. Yeah, this is also when um, Asia O'Hara and Eureka and Aquaria um, uh, Irish danced uh, clogged right across <laughs> some butterflies. <laughs> Wait, this season? Wait, is that this season? I think I, I messed up the it's... notes. I put Butterfly Gate for season nine, but it's really season 10. Oh, right. Yeah, because she's on season 10 with um, Fixin. Yeah, sorry, that's my Wow. Well, I'm too drunk to notice right now, so. <laughs> oh, shit. I will cut We're that getting out. the outline mixed up. Like, too many drinks. Yeah, edge. y'all did that. Y'all did that. Okay, you know what? I'll leave it in. I'm over it. I'm over this season now, so <laughs> we're moving on to All Stars 3. <laughs> All Stars 3! Hey, kitty yes. girl! Yes. Kennedy Davenport in the final four as... Uh, as well deserved and also uh Bibi Zahara Benet uh gets deadlift <laughs> deadlift <laughs> she couldn't even get it was you like lifting a, a sack tried. of potatoes girl you didn't have to do that girl you know what? There's nothing wrong with socks and potatoes. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. <laughs> Maybe they're like small red potatoes. <laughs> no, girl. I'm talking about Idaho russet <laughs> oh, no! potatoes. Not the russet potatoes. <laughs> Yes, girl. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was not ready for that. Yes, and then the iconic Woo! showdown between Trixie and Shangela. Shangela was robbed. Sh- Shangela was robbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, Shangela um, was giving you full performance. 
she sure was girl she's giving you the the full angel the full shangela experience uh she was giving you spins hair whips this you know, is a couple of those this is the routine that made hbo hire her oh definitely definitely yeah, i'll say that <laughs> uh then we move on to season 10 which is a very controversial season um Ooh, of girl. course uh eureka's back her knee has healed and <laughs> she's ready to go yeah this is our first regular season of tfc i, I guess we should say all stars 3 was our first season we covered oh yeah but that's then, when we um, started yeah season 10 was our first oh my regular gosh season. you guys we're going to be four years old. We did start with All Stars 3. Yeah, so oh, go back and yeah, listen bitch. to that if you hate yourself. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Also, uh, this is a season of Miss Fangie. Miss Fangie. I mean, honestly, truly iconic. Uh, Probably the most... Like I still love her. Like candidate. I don't know. That was just so awesome. I love that she she did that and became like famous from it. That's personality for you. I mean, I we'll get to season or no. We'll get to season thirteen and like Candy Muse or whatever. But like Fangie's personality, love. That's what brought her back. All those opportunities. She's still doing the Vegas show. I kind of oh, yeah. go to the Vegas show. Yeah, you have to cough on each other though. Once COVID is over, I'll be masked which up. Which is never happening. But once it's over, my cakes would be out, <laughs> but I would be masked up for sure. Wow. Just short shorts, short shorts. Um, also, this is a I'm season, gonna pass. This is the season where Dusty Ray Bottoms um, was robbed. Yeah, this is another example of Michelle and her bullshit. Max, <laughs> yeah, this is another Max example, but this is Dusty Ray with their makeup, not their wigs. And I honestly think she ruined Dusty Ray Bottoms' career because what the fuck is Dusty Ray doing these days? <gasps> right. Yeah, you don't Ooh. see Dusty that much anymore. Michelle. Michelle continually ruins careers. Michelle's like, I'm just trying to be constructive to help you girls, but really she's just ending careers. Yeah. She's like the evil stepmom in fucking Ever After with Drew Barrymore. (gasps) Oh my God. Evil. Sure. I love that movie. Have you guys not seen that movie? No, I'm moving on. I don't watch Drew Barrymore movies. Uh, she's evil. Are you talking about never been kissed? If you know, you know. If you know, you <laughs> I know. Think, I think he was. The kids say about that, never been right? Kissed. No, the kids say that, right? If you know, you know. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> oh, God, I hate Josie Grossman. Stony Wood. Stony Wood. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, this season, uh, somehow, Calorie Kardashian uh, was on the show. <laughs> that was. I truly forgot about it until I was looking at the cast list. I was like, what the fuck? This person was here. <laughs> she was the first out. Then, um, and then Miss Vangie left. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we had great people like our one of our other faves, Monet Exchange. Yes, uh, Monet. Yes. Monet, who is also co-host with Bob the Drag Queen on Cart Simply was on this season too, right? I That's believe. right, America. Stunning. Yeah. yeah, season 10. Brown cow stunning. 
that came later in All Stars, but yes, very brown cow stunning. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she was always brown cow stunning girl. Oh. Yeah, because this was the season of the sponge dress too, which is Monet's like, the sponge dress. Oh, I'm thinking about Monique Monique Hart's Soak like ridiculous up, like avant garde cow look. Yeah, she came back later to show us that she improved. I see. Okay, we're on the same page. She did two Got brown counts. This is yeah. this is the this is the liquor talking. I, we're on the same page. Yes, girl. And also, the vixen was here fighting with. Uh, well, you know, she came here to fight this season. Uh, she was having conflicts with Eureka and Aquaria, and really, to be honest, she was bringing out a lot of good points that America was just not ready to hear yet. Yeah. That's true. You know, listeners, true listeners of TFC, OG listeners, I should say, not true listeners. Um, we have had our relationship with the Vixen mostly in them having good points, not necessarily knowing how to get that message across, but then, you know, us realizing later as a show, it's our responsibility to realize, you know, and acknowledge the conditions that the Vixen was under as well with production and being on TV and dealing with our lovely drag race fan base that we have that can just be so rosy and thorny when they want yeah. to be. So, um, you know, we had our growth and moment with the Vixen and I'm, that's a moment I'm very proud of because I think as a show, we always try to see every side and every angle just for understanding and to help our listeners understand. And, the Vixen was a big part of us jumping into that kind of yeah. doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. The Vixen was, um, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm glad that I can, f- I finally come to a point where I like realized that she was maybe that she was right, but maybe the approach was a little bit strong or something. I'm not too sh- sure because well, I mean, you do I need mean, to call to things this- like that out. That's right. You have to call them out. But I mean, like to this day, like, I mean, full disclosure, like Vixen and Bob and Monet, like they don't get along because they just have differences of opinions. And, um, you know, Bob and Monet, um, they don't criticize. They accuse the Vixen of like race baiting. You can do that Google by yourself. And the Vixen has their points. You can do those Googles by yourself. But point being is we kind of all grow with the queens. These are very human experiences they're having, especially when even within the queer community, there's different communities within that. And understanding, it goes a long way, but it takes a long time to get there. It's not something you're going to learn overnight. It takes talking to different people from different backgrounds and learning about each other. And unfortunately, sometimes it's just a little more tumultuous than it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. You know, it takes you a while. Like I, I finally can look back and understand why Asia was crying at the way that, uh, the victim was treated even by, you know, a member yeah. of, within her own community, a member, you know, a person of color, RuPaul, because yeah. like Jamal always says, you know, um, you know the the black experience is different for everybody so the fact that rupaul did not 
maybe you know has the way she has experienced it and chooses to respond to it isn't different than how um other people choose to respond to it so i think that um you know looking back like that was truly like a what the fuck rupaul moment because yes Yes. it's not a cute look and you know for i don't know rupaul supporting should be more support supporting of her you know i mean people of color yeah Mm -hmm. it's just it was unfortunate like i know that like during that season we had so many podcasts about the vixen i'm pretty sure we even did like an emergency podcast about her or like just her well we were like processing as Um, viewers and like what is happening in the show but yeah i don't know the vixen obviously like made a mark on the show and oh yeah sparked that conversation so good for her because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and she follows us so Mm. yeah we love the vixen i'm a fan you know i am patrons to bob and monet but you know i'm a fan of the vixen we as podcasters kind of had to learn we learned watching the show we kind of had to have a different relationship. We we're viewers and fans, sure, but as a podcast, we have a responsibility to not only share our opinions, but to I think be fair to the people on the show. And if there's an opportunity for us to say, "Hey, we were wrong," or "Hey, this is what this person was trying to say in this moment," you know, we we have to do those things, and that's I'm very proud of us for that. Yes, girl. And and also, too, like, you know, while there are two different, you know, quote unquote sides to this between like the Vixen and then Bob and Monet, like yeah, you can still yeah. support everybody. That's right. That's right. Just like we do. We support all of them. Like I still I support the Vixen and I still I mean, Bob, the drag queen has become like my favorite queen from the show. So I just mm-hmm. I, I personally really relate to Bob and I enjoy Bob's humor and I, you know, and Monet, of course, as well. But, I mean, I can still see that, you know, the Vixen is right as well. Well said. So, moving on, uh, we had All-Stars 4. Uh, this is when Monet came back to redeem her sponge dress. And Valentina <laughs> came back as well. Uh, iconic lip sync, right? Yeah, this was, um, I'd like to keep the mask on, please. Right. Yes, this is where Valentina makes her return. Yeah, she wants to lip sync with her mask on because she doesn't know the words. No, that happened season nine. So that was that season nine? It happened on her original. Yeah, season. this is the Ariana Grande four was her redemption. Oh, that's right. I really, yeah, that lip sync was really the good. Monet and yeah. Valentina oh. lip sync. Oh Go back God. and watch it, bitch. That it is truly iconic. It was oh, so the good. part. God. When when Valentina like starts flying away off the <laughs> runway, Bitch. so good. It's so hilarious. Oh, that swirl! That oh my god, was amazing. Oh my god, I was just like the gay in me just like, jumped out. Like, the, the thing Holy is, Ghost Monet me. brought the comedy, and then Valentina just brought the like amazing. Sexy. Yeah. It was just like oh my she gosh, brought. This bitch is just twirling that. She brought her Finch Vanilla Fantasy. Is what she brought. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. With that fucking Latinx Farrah Fawcett wig. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, also, I learned that Latino people don't like being called Latinx, really. <gasps> oh, please explain. Education moment. Oh, my God. I'm so drunk. You can't do this to me. Just... I listen. 
I let should you we just do, do your research. We should do our Google. Yeah, we don't need to explain it. it just don't stop doing I it. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it in like they pu- they pulled um like la- Latino people and they did not like being referred to as Latinx. I can't remember why now, but I just remembered it's better to not call. Well, I know people Latino people that want to um claim their regions, which is absolutely one hundred and thousands percent understandable. So we want to respect that. Yes. Well, um, wherever Valentina's from, that's what the wig looked like, and it was fierce. Okay. <laughs> if any of you listening want to tweet us to explain it better than I can while I'm drunk, then I will retweet you. But I'll also try and do my own research as well to provide you with the resources. Yes, please and thank you. Yes, girl. So we're on season 11. Uh, Miss Vanji returns. <laughs> um, Looking fierce in her red garments. Every episode, yeah. red garment. Yes, Fanji, you did so good. Yes. Uh, Soju was here with her assist releasing all over the entire stage. <laughs> that was so fucking gross. Like, I don't need to know about anyone popping. Uh, Girl, my sister is literally dripping down my bussy. <laughs> um, as we speak. <laughs> Scarlet Envy truly being iconic and releasing like a whole like meme that's like popular throughout the <laughs> internet these days. Yes, girl. Is it me? Am I the villain? I'm not Am the I villain. the drama? <laughs> I'm not the villain. I'm not the villain. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm the villain. Leave it to the queers. <laughs> <laughs> Nina West was on the season, who is another queen that we absolutely love. Adore. Truly a nice queen. Hetero correspondent Nick's favorite. We were recently in Columbus and had a great time on High Street. Ooh. Ooh, she's so high, high above me. Yes, and Evie Oddly wins. I feel like this is a good replacement for Sharon Needles. So now we can get behind like a weirdo queen. As the weird queen. Yeah, this is a good weird reign. But also like Sasha Velour. I think Sasha is more artistic. She's more like okay, uh, like artsy to like the people like oh I don't know what she's up to. So maybe technically like weird, but I think Sasha is more artsy. Different lanes, still both equally respectable. Whatever. Moving on to All Stars (laughs) Five. The this is the season where Shay Coulee dominated and got her revenge. And then nothing else on the season happened. Yo, fuck everyone. <laughs> Say what you want about this being rigged for Shay. Nobody could hold a fucking half melted candle, or no, half stone. It was the season everyone knew she. Shay. Like, everyone knew she was winning. Season. Like it was like season two All Stars. She where was not playing. It was it was the only time since All Stars two that we knew that who the winner was going to be. <laughs> You're beforehand. right. You're right. Yeah, and India Farah was back, sucked a lot still. Yeah, she won the first challenge, but mainly just because Rue's stupid and thought she should win something. She looks like, her grill looks like Pennywise, girl. She's got a fucking, that shit is busted. Jarek Barry was here to just like slap the shit out of India, which was great. Oh, so amazing. I was like, drag her, Derek. More. <laughs> Derek, Derek like goes home collector. like second though I think right or yeah Derek got out early I thought I was really surprised <laughs> by that 
I mean, I wasn't surprised, but those eyebrows <laughs> look good though. Those eyebrows. I was look just good. here for the drama. Most improved eyebrows. All right. Then we have um, a season twelve, which we have another disqualified queen on shady miss this season sherry pie honestly my favorite season since probably like season nine or or eight or something like i just (laughs) feel like the cast was so like amazing nikki doll forever nikki doll was so cute so funny this cast was stacked jan Jan sport crystal come on crystal and jada who follows me? Fuck all y'all. Motherfucking whatever. Rub we it like in my each face. Why don't you? We like each other's tweets. Um. Also, like it's Allison fun. Mossy sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how the I don't know how RuPaul let a sexual predator on the show, but it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was the first time, and I'm <laughs> sure it won't be the last. I feel like this is. I mean, come on. This is season twelve. We, at this point, have been covering this show since All-Stars 3. How do we not have people in place to fully vet the cast? And why don't we have backups ready so when it's the day before the shit premieres and you have to emergency record an episode that you just have the shit in place? You know, I know a little... I don't work in TV, but I know enough people, so... I just feel like we could have been ahead of this, is what I'm saying. Especially at this caliber. We're I season don't know, 12. Maybe we wanted a scandal, so now we're talking about it, fucking oh. bitch. Yeah, yeah, that's the PR brain. This, yep. this is also the season where RuPaul wore a sleep mask to the <laughs> reunion. Proving that she doesn't know how to do any makeup herself. I didn't know RuPaul was like a fan of Nacho Libre. Yeah, girl. Like, look over there. She's coming from the top rope. Nacho's mask were way was, more fierce. It was though. a crazy final or reunion too, because this was the COVID when COVID happened. So yeah, I will never forget Crystal oh, Methods. Yes. I'm Talk a, like, about it. I'm like a bird. Uh, <laughs> I'm like a bird. I only throw up in other people's mouths. Ew! That fucking throws up and eats like that was the best thing ever. I wasn't expecting it. Was truly iconic. I hated her for it, but it was iconic. Gigi Good, truly a gift to this world. (laughs) Gigi Good doing that ring on me thing, and then Jada like literally just owning everything in her like tiny ass living room. Queen Jada. And, and, and Gigi's snatch game was iconic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I love that uh, moment because Gigi was like, no, I've got this through. It's fine. But Jan actually is the best part of the season. So bye. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't um, a big Jan fan this season, but I, I did come to, like between this and then the All-Star 6, I was like on board. Yeah. After the memes came out, where she's just like, not this. <laughs> I think in celebration for Jan, you both should do a shot right now. And I will hit my vape. I have to pee soon. That's too bad, girl. That's too bad. Actually, I'm going to go pee just real quick. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) I'll edit this out. My God. Maybe I'll leave it in. Just so everyone can see what's going on. She has a bladder. She has this bladder of a seven-year-old. I thought I was bad. I haven't gone pee once in three weeks. <laughs> so I don't know what the problem is here. 
You know what? I'm so proud. I like did not piss once on any airplane when I was traveling to Alaska or Long Beach. Ooh, yeah, that's the true test right there, girl. I'm I've got it down. Like if I'm getting on a plane, I stop drinking fluids. Yes, girl. I stop eating. I stop drinking. I might. Have... I stop sleeping. <laughs> I might have a cocktail in the airport, but now mostly it's a secret edible. All right, bitch. Let's have this. Where's the shot? Are you sure? Do you need to pee again? No, I'm done. You pour your own shot. Okay, good. Give me the shot. We need to finish the season. We're so close. Okay, we're back, everyone, and Stoney's pouring his shot. Pour it up. Stoney's having a vodka. That's a full glass. And I'm having a Jack Daniels. Stoney's having a temper tantrum. Open those throats, bitches. (laughs) I don't want to do it. Show me your good gay. This one's for Jan, girl. You have to. It's for Jan. Jan, she's a man. (laughs) Cheers for Jan. (laughs) We love you, Jan. I'm breathing. Forever and always, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa's going to haunt my dreams tonight. <sighs> that looked rough, Queen. Are you okay? Stony struggling. Do you need a Tylenol? Let's keep going. A water? Nope. An icy hot? Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Massage. Oh, God. We got to get through these quick. <laughs> um, we just have placement. to say, before we move on, Jada Essence Hall 1 and the Melanin, the Melanin Dynasty continued. Yes. Ah, oh, Queen Jada. So fun. And yes. for the COVID season, so fun. And then fun. Priyanka won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lemon came on out to... the rap album. <laughs> Oh my yes. god, Rapstress. <laughs> yes. Rap-tress. Oh my god, yes. Yes, Lemon. Yes, girl. Moving on to season 13. Um, <laughs> this is the season of Candy Muse's Drag Race. Shit. This season truly sucked. Like, if there was ever a season, it was awful. Completely I was terrible. Try to be nice, but you know, this no. was it. Kamisha Amon. We didn't realize she was Kamisha Amon at the time, but. She was definitely yeah. scamming us. I would totally, at that time she was just coming for you. I would totally take Denali on a date. It's so cute. Uh, um, you have to fight Rose first. Candy Moose. Oh my gosh. Okay, listen here. Listen here, y'all. I am also a sensitive, explosive Scorpio. I know what I was like when I was 26, and I am not a drag queen. So um, I'm gonna give Candy no. a slight fraction of a pass but no all of this no what that's going to be i mean come on like multiple people have said okay personality like this people pay for and i'm like okay sure but just drag race is off the rails at this point i want to refund come on that alien fucking look that anyone else would have got red for filth for like i was just like I hate this season so much. Like Candy Muse is a big reason that it sucks so much and I hate it. So I don't want to make it like a Candy Muse shitting hour. Yeah, this is what it's this is what it is. I do. It's it's RuPaul's fault. Because Actually, like at this RuPaul at this keeps point, pushing them forward. 
at this point, the dolls are the dolls. Yeah, that's I true. mean, I love Pretty Little Liars. Speaking of dolls being dolls, you know, and that is a great fucking point. The dolls <laughs> are the dolls. The dolls are the dolls. And Candy's not the doll. If you know, you know, Pretty Little Liars fans. <laughs> I am. Okay, Seth then triggered me and flipped me. Okay. Stop, flip it, and reverse it. Yep. Denali was mm-hmm. robbed, by the Denali way. Denali was robbed. Elliot with three Ks is a fugly She slut. exists and <laughs> thought, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jamal's burn book. <laughs> Wait, Stoney wrote this. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't see it. I never said anything. My thing was nice. My outline was nice. That bitch yeah. is dizzy on purpose. <laughs> don't believe anything you hear. Allegedly, I'm going to say that so I don't get sued, but she's dizzy as fuck. Yes, girl. <laughs> uh, moving on to season six of All Stars. We had um, a really solid All Stars. You know, we had lots of good people we were kind of skeptical of it at first but it turned out to be great we had you know ginger minge jan trinity raja eureka silky nutmeg ganache who won how many lip syncs to get almost seven. Back into the seven, seven lip syncs in a row seven i kind of wish they would have brought her fucking back like they should have just brought back that was so both rude. Of them and did another double eleven. i mean i think at the time i was like yeah like definitely eureka deserved Yo. to come back but like just bring silky back seven yeah that bitch had chips and a fucking bourbon meat in her titties and right. the what? barbie girl lip sync oh come on now <laughs> that was truly iconic iconic wow Silky, we stand. Yes, girl. And that leads us to the future. Where um, (laughs) RuPaul gets a straight, heterosexual, cis, gingered man on the show. And, you know, here's the thing is, too. Y'all can say um, that oh, we have to be inclusive of everybody, including the straight people. But at the same time, I just don't care about Maddie. She can if she can be on the show, and I'm just not going to follow what she does. That's fine. I just and that's when your... people said they don't care about black people too. What? Can you refine? I blacked out, and then I felt like you were attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I like, mean, we don't it... have to. Everyone can like <laughs> dislike their queen. Like if if you don't want to support Maddie, don't support Maddie. That's right. You don't so have to right. If I don't support Maddie, if I don't support Maddie, I'm, I'm racist. Well, no, it's the other part. Like I said in our podcast that you can go back and listen to with, um, hetero correspondent, Nick, it's the other part of it. They're immediately oh, okay. other. other. We're supposed to be inclusive. Drag is for everyone. Once everyone starts doing drag, there's a problem. So for me, being a black queer person, that's how I relate to this story. Am I saying it's like racism? No, but other is still other, and that's how we are treating this. And I'm going to call a spade a spade, and that's what I've always done on the show in every 250 episodes. I mean, I just hope that Maddie, like, I don't know. We'll see what Maddie does. They're not my fave. I'm just giving them a chance. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm just struggling to see where supporting queens of color is the same as supporting a cisgender heterosexual white man. 
I guess that's my struggle to take on. What what I'm saying is, <laughs> no, no, I have to clear this up because you're so confused. What I'm saying is, as a person of other, Maddie's yeah. other, in this case, is being straight, okay? One plus one equals two. Other okay. for Maddie is straight. Other for Jamal is black. I'm relating to this okay. person in a new scenario for them being thrown into drag race as a cis white person, knowing probably what kind of environment they're going into in the age of George Floyd and Pose and Paris is burning and all of our queer culture and drag and what it is as it relates to drag race. All of these things that come into play that we're not acknowledging because people are so quick to get mad. All I'm saying is give people a chance. If they're a trash individual, flame them. If they are not mm-hmm. respecting our honorable, original drag queens of the culture, flame them. I mean, that's all I've ever I said. I think we should just go into it, watch it if you decide to watch the show. And. Like, if she's a dumb bitch, treat her like a dumb bitch. That's right. <laughs> like, exactly. if Elliot Elliot with three Ks was on yes. the show, we all hated her because about she's it. a dumb racist hoe. And they're not straight and, and white, but a dumb racist hoe so is a dumb racist So if Maddie hoe. comes in and is stupid, we will drag her. That's right. And all the yeah. fandom will as well. I'm That's on board right. now. I, I, under, I think I understand the parallel that Jamal is trying to make now. I'm going to have yeah. to listen to this while... While I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And this is drunk cursor. You're absolutely right. But this is, I guess what I just want to say is like, this is what being inclusive is. And Bob said it right on the Patreon. Like, this is what progress feels like. Like, it's very uncomfortable. It's jarring. It's different. It's like, whoa, what are you doing? But, you know, just give it a chance. But, you know, I'm not going to tell you who to stand over. That's not what we do on the show. We're just trying to have the education be out there and the awareness be out there for everyone from all angles. Um, I feel like we need to talk about how RuPaul has ruined everything by releasing 20 million seasons a year (laughs) and how the show is on a trajectory of ruining itself and how no one is going to watch it very soon. Yes. Because, like, I feel like people people really did not like drag race down under people really did not like drag race italia so i'm like it's like a lot of these it seems like a lot of these international seasons are kind of hit or miss and i feel like i don't know if it's because if if it's being rushed or if it's because they don't have the same production team or whatever but yeah i don't know it's yeah it seems like kind of hit or miss and there's too much to keep up with i might be out of pocket here but I'm out of pocket. YOLO. So if it were my fucking franchise and I were global, literally global, I would still have a hand in every hiring, every firing, every fucking staff meeting. I want the minutes, bitch. What's going on? Because it's cool and cute to collect a, a coin. But what happens when these queens get out here and they're messy as fuck the, and there's drag race down under and you can't vet the queens and you got racist ass bitches on the show and RuPaul looking like token as fuck just standing for these queens. Like how does that make all of us feel and all the black queens that have come through the drag race canon feel like these are things that we can think about and get ahead of Here, and it's just beyond oh, me as a public relations major how they let this go. <laughs> 
it's just so 101 like or also them like hiring people that would just like basically throw jeffrey boyer chapman under the bus yeah yeah that's shitty yeah also too what's shitty is rupaul's ruining the fucking franchise like look at drag race uk how she literally like rupaul ruined drag race uk season three by forcing them to film a season in seven days and it's complete bullshit. The season sucks. Like UK seasons are the best and you're literally ruining it. She's like, wearing down her everything, cartilage. Rue. You're ruining the show. Bitch's knees pop. I out. hate the show now because of you. <laughs> Thanks for ruining everything that's fun. Allegedly hips are being thrown out. No, not allegedly. Yeah. It really <laughs> happened. <laughs> wait, wait. It really happened, bitch. It's Wigs a are being fucking fact. There's no alleged here. Rue is ruining everything. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, Stoney's Stoney's kind of like a crazy white lady right now. Stoney's mad. He's like queer. Karen moment, bitch. Stoney's queer Karen right now. Please excuse her. To kind of like commandeer Stoney's moment. Yes, To commandeer Stoney's moment in in a more serious way. RuPaul has kind of like ruined Drag Race for me because, like we said, there's too many seasons. There's She puts these like questionable people on there um she is just putting out like like there's like three or four seasons happening at the same time it's like how are we as drag fans supposed to support that much like i know it's like oh we should not be complaining about queer content being put onto television but at the same time how are we supposed to keep up with like four seasons of drag race at the same time that's right that's right and like it's oversaturated i think also it does a um, disservice to the drag community, especially the drag, the part of the drag community that wants to go on drag race because a lot of the queens are very vocal in the world about why they wouldn't do drag race. And you can go search out those reasons, but the people who do want to do this show, it's like, you know, let it cook. We don't need an all stars in between every regular season. Um, let the Queens kind of, cycle through and then you have a better choice so you can have a bad ass all-star season you know it's just i feel like better choices could have been made but i'm not in those boardrooms i'm just a fan who watches and pays for the streaming services that you tell us to (laughs) i mean look at drag race down under that was a complete shit show and shouldn't have been based on the cast but here we are. Right. Yeah. I mean, truly and honestly, we've been yeah. fans of the the tele- well, of drag period plus the show since like, well, I don't know, 2010 or 11 or something like that, whatever it was. Well, really, and like our drag experience started at IU. So for me, fall of 2005. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I and then uh, yeah, drag, race drag came happened later. Yeah. I, was, I guess I was thinking more of the show specifically. But, oh, sure, sure. But, like, huh? I mean, drag as it relates to the show. Yeah, drag is not ruined for me. The show is ruined for me. Yes, um, yes. So it's like, you know, at this point, it's like we've been fans of the show. We've watched how many seasons of the show? Like, and at this point, we podcasted about so many seasons of the show. And it's like, I'm not even, like, interested anymore. So, like, when you're losing the core audience, it's like, should be red flags starting to, like, pop up. That's right. Eventually, those checks will start to get smaller if you're not careful. 
Yeah, I feel like it's starting to swing the other way. We're going to start to see it here very soon, I feel like. so. And with the power of social media and the internet, I mean, all these queens who have, one, been on Drag Race, or two, are just a poppin' drag queen online, don't necessarily need a show like Drag Race to get the things that they want and or need. Like, it's right. very much like the music industry. Like, TV shows need to be careful. People can put together their own shit now. I mean, we edit put it our up on own YouTube. show. Yeah. People edit their own videos, you know. They know that they're walking on thin ice. Yeah, I feel like we're entering a dark time in Drag Race. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll, you know, be in and out and, and you know, we'll tweet about what what we are interested I'm in and things gonna, like that like, but i'm yeah. still a fan like i'm still going to probably watch select seasons probably not yeah. like every season but right the ones that i really want to watch so i'm still a fan of the show i don't want me to be a complete total hater i just don't like the direction the show is going right and that's a big reason why we're not watching the show. I mean, we watch the show to fall in love with drag queens and to fall and to see all their cool looks and things like that. And then, and now we we're just churning so many seasons out. Like these queens are just like barely having any light shined upon them. That's right. And we've always supported the talent on the show. So that's the last thing we want for the queens. All we want for them is to be successful and to have a good experience under the drag race umbrella. But like Seth said, when you kind of push away your core audience, I mean, Stoney and I are so busy nowadays, we'd much rather just kind of let Drag Race stack up and we'll binge watch it in a weekend. That's just very like, that's kind of the corner we've been pushed into. And we've loved doing the show, but it's like, oh my God, how much can you do? (laughs) And that's the thing Definitely. with this podcast. It's very hard for us to like do it like half ass, right? Like we're going to do it. We're going to do it all in. Right. And I feel like that's part of the decision for us is we can't do it all in anymore. Because we're not a C's degrees type of show. Yeah. We're not going to like half ass things for you. So we're just going to end it on 250 girl. And yeah, it was we're going to end it on a high note. That's yeah. right. Keep it cute. And you could ask us our opinions outside of the airwaves <laughs> yeah you can find us on twitter we'll talk to you about drag race still <laughs> that's right we'll still have our respective projects and things going on we'll always be watching drag race we just may or may not be in the same spot as you <laughs> right <laughs> well very cool i i mean i feel pretty drunk how about you two i feel like i need a snack which is a sure sign that i'm drunk yeah, I definitely need a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, leftovers or delivery? What sounds easier? Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I feel like we did did this uh, this episode justice as much as we could cramming this many seasons into one drunk history. <laughs> but I hope, I hope you enjoyed it. I destroyed my liver for you, listener. For uh, real. Yeah. yeah we sp- I'm like literally old and I can't do this anymore, so bye. <laughs> no, we <laughs> we squeezed this episode in because let me tell you, like dry January is going to be real. Mary Jane is going on vacation for thirty one days. Um it just no alcohol. It made me sad. It's time to like reset and like not having a show to do is gonna be weird at first, but I think it's gonna be yeah. 
good for us. It made me sad that we couldn't finish Drunk History, so I'm glad that we were able to yeah. just put like an end to it with this. Like I, it was always my favorite series. I always like wanted to do more, but couldn't because RuPaul is a little bitch and releases oh. twenty <laughs> seasons a year. So this is the final Drunk History. Yeah, so I guess it's really just ended up being a trilogy of episodes, but we got all <laughs> we got all the seasons in. We did it, bitch. <laughs> we fucking did it. Hey, y'all. And it's a super long episode, so hopefully you guys like those. Cause... Sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk and spilling things. Bye. We're getting kicked out of the bar. <laughs> yeah, they said I didn't have to go home, but I could not stay here. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode. We hope you liked it. Feel free to provide your feedback by tweeting to us and um, we'll be happy to get back to you on that. I will be sober when I respond to you. So (laughs) all of this is going to make a lot more sense. (laughs) I cannot wait to edit this bullshit. I'm just going to be laughing all day tomorrow. I'm embarrassed yes, about girl. my Karen episode, so can you edit that out, please? No, that's, okay. I'm turning that up. <laughs> Sound effects. Yeah, sorry. Sound effects, too. The power, the power's in Jamal's hands, so you're you're at his disposal. Oh, sorry for being a Karen, everyone. I just like lost it's my shit for a little bit. It's probably ridiculous this episode with sound effects. I'm white, so like you. It's he fully asked to speak. He fully asked to speak to the manager. <laughs> Of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Just the feelings. manager wow presents. He's got a lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We've got a new final boss, Karen. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving out as we speak. Oh my gosh. I really hope we don't get cancelled because of this episode. <laughs> we'll be alright. <laughs> anyways love you all thanks for listening we'll be back um next week with our 250th episode our final episode and uh, then it will be all over i oh my god that's gonna be so weird that like graduation song no fuck no (laughs) bye bye put on your sunscreen no (laughs) no no all right well Uh I think we're just rambling at this point. So thank you, everybody. We're going to go sober up. We love you all. We'll be back next week. Bye, losers. Uh, Until then. Unfollow us. Until then. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) I need a diapie. Rockets pizza, anyone? We never mentioned Trinity the Tuck. Fuck her. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha ha!